Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you can always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. I am Yamla, your host for this journey. I was a hopeless love-aholic, but just could not get my love to work. Then after a series of heartbreaks and deep heartache, I finally got clear about what love is and what it is not. I want to share some of what I've learned about loveaholism. <laughs> Welcome to the R Spot, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Rising, I am Yamla Van Zant, your support, your guide, your teacher, your soft place to fall as we explore and examine the details and intricacies, sometimes challenges and upsets about relationships, all kinds of relationships. Now, I've got a really interesting show today. Because I was going through some social media things, something that I rarely do. And I saw this post where a woman who had been in relationship with her partner for six years took him to a restaurant. While he was eating, she got up, got down on one knee, presented him with a ring and asked him to marry her. Well, <laughs> he was shocked. The people in the restaurant were totally amused, and it brought up something for me. Why can't she ask him to marry her? Why do we as women think we have to sit around and wait? Now, I'm just asking the question. When I put it out in the public, people were hysterical. And I want to say reading is fundamental. I didn't say we should. I didn't say we shouldn't. I simply asked the question, why can't she ask him to marry her if that's what she wants to do? You see, because I get all the weeping, wounded women 
who have spent five, six, seven, 10, 12 years in a relationship, maybe have two or three children. And after all of that time, he walks away. And he has perfect license to do that because they're not married. So when they come to me, weeping, whining, crying, in hurt and upset, sometimes remorse and rage, about the fact that I gave him all of my time, all of my years, gave him his children, and he walked away. And when I say, why weren't you two married? And she says, he never asked me. Hmm, interesting. So today, women want to be the boss. We want to be the one in charge. We want to own things and do things and live in a certain way. Yet, We seem to be stuck in this traditional patriarchal idea that in order for the marriage to occur, in order for the connection to occur, it has to come from him. So I just want to know, why can't she ask him to marry her if that's what she wants? Now, I'm not talking about on date three. (laughs) I'm talking about when you put some time and energy into each other when the relationship is moving ahead and you're just not sure where it's going and you want something a little more solid, a little more firm. You want a bigger commitment. You do want children and the house and the dog and the fish and all of that stuff. Why can't she ask him to marry her? Because sometimes the guys are a little slow on the uptake, if you know what I mean. So that is the question that we have on the floor today here at the R-Spot. And again, I don't have a position one way or the other. I am too old to have babies, and I'm real clear, I don't want to get married, at least not in the traditional way. But I want to hear what people have to say about it. Can she ask him to marry her? If so, why? And if not, why not? We're going to dig into that today. Here's my first caller. Greetings, beloved, and welcome to the R-Spot. Boy, we got a hot soup simmering up today. The question on the floor is, should she ask him to marry her if that's what she wants? And if not, how long should she wait for him to ask her? What do you think? I think that women should ask. And I also think that we should not have to wait. Usually when men don't propose by that second year, they trying to get wait for something better to come along. That's how I look at it. Wow. <laughs> so you think two year, by year two, if he hasn't asked, she should ask. Yep. Just be like, I'm out. Whether you got kids or... Yeah, but see, okay, I'm glad you said that. Because sometimes the child comes along in year one. And he's not moving in that direction. So do you think sometimes uh, we move a little too fast in securing the intricacies of a marriage without the actual marriage going on? Because kids, to me, need to come into a committed relationship. That's, you know, whether you're married or not, you need to know he's committed. Um, I agree with you, but I have a lot of um, girlfriends and I myself, um, I was common law married to my kid's father. You said something very important. You said common law marriage. Yeah. And in most states, if you can prove your 
coupledness, <laughs> your being together, if you share property or things have happened, you share finances for seven years, then you do are considered under law to be married, although you may not get all of the benefits of, you know, what happens when you have a license. Do we need a license? Why do we need the court to say you're, you're coupled, you're married? Why do we need the court to say that? Because some women want to have that title. Mm. And if they've been in this thing for two years, they should ask. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to put that on the board. Right now, we are two to one. <laughs> two, she should ask. One, she shouldn't ask. And one, there should be a discussion, a mutual discussion. So you're going on the she should ask side. <laughs> okay. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Greetings, beloved, and welcome to the R-Spot. What do you think? Honestly, what I think is that it doesn't matter who asks who. The lady okay. can ask if, um, if they've reached a point to where they think they want to be married. I don't think it matters who asks who. I think okay. the problem is when we don't really know and we want to push the issue. So I think oh, it's okay. fine. But for me, I would not. I'm not going to ask, but I would bring it up a whole lot in discussion. <laughs> We'd be talking about it all the time. Man. Yeah. And how long, how long do you think y- you should wait before you push it or bring it up in discussion? <laughs> okay. So, you know, I've been through this recently. And for me, really? I used to say, yes, yes. For me, I used to say a year. I think a year is long enough for a man or a woman to know if they want to be with each other, if they want to build with each other, or if you can't stand each other. A year is long enough to me. But in talking to men, men are telling me it's not long enough and that women shouldn't push it. So for me, I've I, I dialed it back a little. I'm not going to wait in eight, ten years, lifetime. I ain't doing none of that. I know people who have, but I ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah, right. I think between one and three years is plenty. One and three years is plenty. The relationship I was in was four years, and we end up not married, not together, not even talking to each other. Whoa. Why? Why? What happened? Did you see any signs? Uh, Of course I did. Of course I did. But I thought, you know, I could fix him. (laughs) Okay. You had the fallacy of the fixing, huh? <laughs> I was like, I'm the fallacy of the fixing. Exactly. I thought we could get through it anyway. Really? But it, it, I, I had all the signs there, and I just chose to stay there and deal with it anyway. That's what happened. When you saw the signs, did you still want to get married? Were you still willing to get married? I did not want to get married like the first time I saw it. I was like, you know, we ain't on the same page. I don't see us being together. But we went through that, this back and forth, this breaking up on and off, together, not together, together, not together. Four years of that. Mm. Four years of that. Until I really realized I can't make anybody do anything. The only person's behavior I can change is mine. Okay. So this is so interesting. Because you saw it and were still willing to go through with it. What was under that? Why were you still willing to go through with it even after you saw the signs? 
Because you said the first time, no. I, I did not want to be alone. I did not want to be by myself. Okay. That's pretty much what it boiled down to. Okay. I, I didn't want to be alone. Uh, but, you know, if I'm in here a year or two years, I'm figuring, you know, stick it out a little bit longer. Mm. Don't don't just throw out the two years you done spent in this relationship and, and just walk away. Stick it out a little bit longer. Dividends on your investment. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I have invested. I want the interest payments to come in. And, and you know, I get that. I, I really get that. Yeah. Yeah. And you said your behavior wasn't good all the time either? No, it wasn't. Because um, the, with everything we were dealing with, the mistrust, the fact that, you know, he had recently gotten divorced. We didn't date while he was married, but he had just recently gotten divorced. So there's a lot that goes on with that emotionally and financially. So we're we both dealing with that, and then I'm not trusting him, and so I'm allowing his behavior to change my behavior as well. Mm. Trouble, and that's the cycle we were on these years, just trouble and knocking each other down when we got mad instead of, you know, like that, that honeymoon phase thing. You, 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 you abuse each other verbally, then you make up. You abuse each other verbally, then you make up. We were in a bad cycle like that. Wow. You know, thank you for your honesty. That is so refreshing because sometimes I find that as women, it's hard for us to acknowledge the places we run amok. So I thank you for that. I got one more question I want to ask you just because I'm being nosy, okay? Who left? Did you leave or did he leave? (laughs) Actually, toward the end, it was him. We split. And then I was saying, you know, let's try again. Uh, we done been through this before. And he decided he wasn't going to do it anymore. Okay. And how did that make you feel? Well, it made me feel like, well, goodness gracious, I've been leaving you all this time and I came back. Why can't you come back? Mm. <laughs> even though you saw the signs, even though your first thought was the first time you saw the sign, your thought was we are not going to be together. You were still willing to go through with it. Wow. That's a lesson. That's a lesson. Don't do that again. <laughs> I'm too old to have done it that time, Ayala. I'm I'm 50 years old right now. I was about like 46. I'm like I, I don't. I, I struggle with why I went through that when I knew better. Can you want a little tea on that? Can I spill a little tea on that? Yes, please. This is here's the tea. A here's the tea that you don't think you can have what you're worth, what you want. And here's the sugar for the tea, that you have to settle for what shows up. Amen. Amen. If you can't have what you want, you have to settle for what shows up. Because I'm I'm leaning into that first thought, we are not going to be together. I'm leaning into that. So I want you to, when you you go out there again, because obviously you in the pool, (laughs) splashing around (laughs) when you go out there again remember that follow your first thought okay thank you thank you so much thank you well good luck to you good luck to you love you I love you back (laughs) wow so the tally board is coming up here but here's something to consider women look for the right person when deciding whether or not they want to marry. And 
they will also take the person that they have and try to turn them into the right person because we've got some fixation on fixing. (laughs) We like to fix stuff, you know, but men look for the right time, the right time. So for men, the right time is when he has his finances together, when he's feeling good about himself, when he's, you know, on his game, he wants to bring somebody in, when he can meet her requirements and demands and whatever else. So women look for the right person. And when she thinks she has the right person, then she's ready to be married or pop the question or wondering why he isn't popping the question. But he's looking for the right time. And sometimes we don't consider that. So that's something to put uh, into the soup today. Right person, right time. Which one is more important and which one are you looking for? All right. Let's see what else, what other ingredients we can find to put in this soup today. We'll do it right after this break. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and leg room that makes even long trips, Comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident that you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. 
Welcome back to The R Spot. I'm Yanla, and today we're talking about should she ask him to marry her? If so, why? If not, why not? I personally think, you know, it should be something that is discussed mutually. Mm-hmm. I don't really believe on that getting down on the knee kind of thing. And my uh, uh, significant other and I actually had been uncoupled for oh, about eight months because, you know, um, we were both tired of the long distance thing. And I just didn't realize that, you know, that's what I really wanted to hear was, you know, I want to start a new life with you. Mm. I'm 68 years old. Mm. He's 77. <laughs> so y'all ain't having no babies. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you wanted him to ask you, is that what I'm hearing you say? You know, I, I, I guess I wanted to hear him say that, and I didn't even realize it, to be honest with you. Ah, oh, good. I didn't get a yes about making a life together, but I think it was because now I realize it was because after eight months, you know, not being a couple, still communicating that, um, you know, that I needed to hear from him that he was ready. He's a widower. You know, she's been gone eight years, but, you know, I'm not going to move into his house and, you know, mm. take her place. He's got to be willing to start a new life. Oh, and was he? Was he willing? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> laid all this on him about uh, a couple of weeks, about a week ago, actually. <laughs> We've been talking about it each time we see each other. And he said, yeah, I realize that. I can't. Um, uh, well, we use the, uh, we love the Jill Bolte Taylor book about the four characters. Don't know if you're familiar with that. Yes, but, yes, you know, I am. Feel, you know, character two, like, oh, my God, what if. You know, I sell my house and everything, and then this doesn't work out, you know? Right. And I said, well, I mean, if we're going to make a commitment, then that's what we're committing to, right? We're going to make this work out. <laughs> wow. So are you waiting for him to to say that? You're waiting for him to say, I want to build a life with you? I'm waiting. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, we're, we're in discussion about, you know, are you ready to make a new life? That's what he has to decide now. And you said that to him? I have. Okay, good for you. So there it is, right there. So if I'm hearing you correctly, your position is it needs to be a discussion among the two parties, and it doesn't matter who brings it up. She can bring it up or he can bring it up, but it needs to be a discussion. Yeah. Good. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for that. We'll put that on the board. Well, good luck to you. Give him him another week before you press in for an answer. (laughs) All right. Thank you, my love. Bye-bye. Greetings, beloved. Welcome to the R Spot. We are cooking up a hot soup today. The question on the floor is, should she ask him to marry her? If so, why? If not, why not? My name is Ebony, um, and I absolutely do not feel that a woman should propose to a man. Um, And the rationale for that is because Men are designed to be the hunters, and they are designed to you know, be the pursuers of the relationship. And I think that a lot of women emasculate men and they rob them of their manhood when they um, take away their masculinity in terms of pursuing a life partner. Mm. Um, 
And I've also heard a lot of men say that it does make them feel diminished because um, men have a criteria of what they desire in a potential wife. And sometimes the women that they are with, they just don't cross off everything on their list. So they don't feel the need to take the next step with them. So when women, they, they kind of, you know, become eager, um, impulsive in their decision-making, they see more potential in the man than what he actually sees in himself. So they then say, okay, well, then I'm going to take the lead. And that does make men feel like, okay, well, you know, it can't be two men in this relationship. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of women, they just don't understand that maybe you're not what he wants in a wife and he's not proposing because of that. And I absolutely feel that if a man is not ready, he will get ready for the woman that he wants to be with. Yeah, but how long does she wait? How long? If she wants to be married or coupled and he does not, and he doesn't say to her, you're not checking all the boxes on my list. He continues to hang around, get the benefits, you know, participate with the madam. And he doesn't say, how long should she wait? Um, I think that a couple of things will say that. I think that maybe a year's time is adequate time because in that year, she'll also be able to see growth in their relationship or if it's kind of plateaued or, okay. you know, if it's not going to the next level. So even if he doesn't say it necessarily, because some men, they won't. They'll just kind of, you know, play along until the next best thing comes along and then they'll leave. But I yeah. think that um, if he's not being consistent, because I don't believe you can be um, interested and inconsistent. <laughs> so if he's not being consistent, a man of his word, if he's not planning those dates, if he's not going to pursuing in that time frame, I think that a woman absolutely has her answer before she has to ask him. Because as I said, some men just won't say it. But I think a year's time is adequate time. Well, good. So if I'm hearing you accurately, (laughs) you say absolutely no. A woman should not ask him to marry her. That's his place because he is the hunter. (laughs) All righty. Thank you so much, beloved. Thank you so much. We're going to put that on the board. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. We'll talk more about it when we come back. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and a leg room that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident that you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key, an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Welcome back to the R-Spot. Let's get back to the conversation. Greetings, beloved, and welcome to the R-Spot. We got a hot soup on the stove today. The question is, should she ask him to marry her? If so, why? If not, why not? What do you think? I am old school, and I believe that women always put their intentions on the table early and often. And so that the man is serious and ready to commit the rest of his life to someone, he should ask. He should ask. And what if he doesn't? And if he doesn't, I think women always let their intentions be known. I know I did. And and if you don't pick up the hint, <laughs> then you move on. <laughs> How long should you wait? How long should you wait? Well, you know, that's, I think that would be relative to the couple and where they want to be and where they see themselves going. Mm-hmm. Um I, you know, and I also think it depends on the person, where they are in their profession, their age, and things like that. Um, in your 20s, eh, you could wait a little longer, 30s, 40s, maybe a little less. I have friends that are dating in their 60s and 70s. They're not trying to wait five years. So um, I think it depends on the stage you're in. <laughs> yeah. Now, let me ask you this. What if she wants to be married? And he doesn't, or he hasn't said, he hasn't declared one way or the other. And they find themselves with child. Mm-hmm. Then what? Because you say you old school. I am. I am old school, but I also am old school enough to know that a baby never keeps a marriage together. So <laughs> mm-hmm. if they are in a relationship and there is a child that's coming, um, they have to decide whether they're married or not, how they're going to parent that baby. Uh, I think when people marry for the purpose of just the child, over time I've seen it in various other people's relationships. It sometimes creates relationship goals that aren't or weren't there, and the baby becomes kind of like the cannon fodder of fight. Yeah. So I don't think people should marry because 
there is an impending baby. I think they should marry for love and shared goals and shared vision. Well, thank you, old school. <laughs> <laughs> Let you... me tell you, I am absolutely, my sisters are going to freak out when I tell them I actually got to talk to you because I said, I am going to talk to Ilana Van Zandt when they watch me. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm so happy to be here. You tell them to listen into the R spot, and not only will they hear you talk to me, they will hear me talk to you. So thank you for calling. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Keep doing what you do. Okay. Greetings, beloved. Welcome to the R spot. We are stirring up a tasty stew today. The question on the floor is, should she ask him to marry her? If so, why? If not, why not? And how long should she wait? What do you think? Well, I think it depends on the situation. Um, I gave this example. I got pregnant young at 17 and um, I came from a single-parent household. I didn't want that for my children. So I actually proposed to my high school sweetheart to marry me so that he could go in the military and we could live as a family and raise our children together. Um, he would not have thought of proposing probably at that age. So in that situation, I think it was appropriate. But here I am, like 40-something, and now this friend with benefits is a new thing, you know, yeah. of course. Uh, and so... Um, I think that is depends on the situation, the expectations of the relationship. Okay. So a proposal is just like a business contract, a business proposal. You have to negotiate that. Um, we get married based off of like this generic contract that does not necessarily apply to all marriages, unfortunately. So I'm in a situation where, you know, a guy does not want to marry. He wants to continue with a, a friend with benefits. And I just don't think that that is. That's not in my best interest as a woman. And so I don't agree to that. And so I had to come to that decision to say, hey, you know, this is not what I want. I wouldn't turn around and try to propose to him, put him on the spot. Okay. You know, that's kind of entrapment. I know he cares about me, but there could be some other reasons why he's not ready for that. And so I have to dive deep into that if he's willing to open up. And so I, I go back to it depends on the situation. I, I think that a man knows when he wants to marry a woman, but I just don't think that they're uh, transparent enough to disclose their vulnerabilities um, to make that understanding look a little clearer. It's not that I don't love you, it's just that I'm not ready or I have trauma or whatever. They're not going to say that, unfortunately. You know, you raise a very, very um, important issue. You said at 17, you came from a single-parent household. And you didn't want that for your children. So rather than looking at what you wanted, you made a move based on what you didn't want. You didn't want to do what your mother did. So you proposed. How many people do you think do that or get married, not because it's what they want, but because they're running from what they don't want? They don't want to be alone. They don't want to have children outside of marriage. They don't want whatever. How many people do you think do that in relationships? Not enough. Um, and you made me tear up because I never heard it articulated like that. Yeah. Um, sorry. No, don't um, be sorry. Listen, so, listen, this yeah. is, we're ripping the bandaid <laughs> off. So here we go. It's because I'm sure if you can, if you can still talk about it, there's still some, I don't know what you want to call it, residue 
that that marriage didn't work. That marriage yeah. didn't work. How long were you together with him? We're, we're still friends. Um, we're still raising our children. My son turned 18 in June, and we decided once our kids turned 18 that we would call it quits. And it's, and wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold, <laughs> oh, pump the brakes. You married him at 17, and you're still married to him? On paper, that's the contract. We have businesses together, and it's just a little it's complicated. How long did you actually stay together? 2016 was when our marriage ended, um, but we didn't tell anyone, which is so funny. We didn't tell anyone that, you know, we, we kept it internal. We told, like, my mom and our parents, and um, we didn't even tell our children until a couple years ago. And because we were friends, we grew up in the same neighborhood, so it's a little different. And so we, it ended in 2016. How many years was that? How many years was it? That was about 25 years. 25 years? Yeah, because my son is 31. Wow. Yes, ma'am. 25 years. Wow. But in 2016, you called it quits. From 92 to 2016. So he married you at 17. And what he, people didn't realize, I didn't, I married him because we needed to raise a family together. I didn't marry him because I was ready to commit to him. What does that mean? That's a whole other thing. <laughs> I'm lot. interested. What ha- I want to know the juicy details. <laughs> because my mom was a single mom, my grandmother raised me, my grandmother passed away. My mom raised, started raising me. And um, unfortunately, I was sexually abused at a very young age. Mm. I was over-sexualized. I was sexually active. And I was pregnant the first time when I was um, 15 years old by a 20-something-year-old man, mm. a, a drug dealer. And when I met my boyfriend at the time, my high school sweetheart, I was tired of it. I was tired of, you know, that kind of lifestyle with, you know, guys like that. And so I ended up pregnant by him, and I was like, I'm not going to have an abortion. I'm gonna, we're going to raise it, and I'm going to do the right thing now. And it was really my son that forced me to grow up and be responsible. And I knew how I felt not having my dad. And so I didn't want my son to grow up without his dad. So I, I made sacrifices for my children, for my for my um, for my children, um, because I feel figured now at my I'm now 49, I'm a little bit wiser. I understand it better, and now you kind of articulated a different perspective. I did what I had to do. I did what was best for my children. My kids, have, we have three wonderful children. <laughs> Good. Stay with that. Don't don't run from that. That's that's just your heart opening up. And the sacrifice and everything that we had to endure was worth it. Looking at them now today, it's worth it. Yes. As you move forward with your life, you did not marry for the commitment of it. You married for what you didn't have and what you didn't want. That is huge. Even that you are aware of that, that is huge. Because so many of us, want the marriage because of not having a father or not seeing a work relationship, not being like a mother, not, you, you know, so many people do that and don't even have that awareness. 
Good for you. So let me ask you this question. What is your relationship to relationships right now? What do you know now about relationships that you didn't know at 18 or you didn't know with the friends with benefits? What do you know now? <laughs> well, I, I need to know myself first. And that's why I did not, I, I never had opportunity to really know myself and know exactly what it means to be by myself. Like, I, I've never, I had never had my own room because my siblings, I went straight from my siblings' room to where we, you know, my sister to my, my house, my husband's room. You know what I'm saying? So I never had even that room to myself. That's a huge thing. Yes. You know, just having that alone space and knowing yourself and knowing what you could be without. Like, a lot of times we, like you said, um, because of what we didn't have, we kind of attached to people. And so I figured that I don't need that. I don't need that attachment. You know, I have to find a healthier attachment. So I spent a lot of time at the beach, um, a lot of time just improving myself, um, went to law school. <laughs> um, you know, just I'm focusing on kind of what I, I want to do now, not what I necessarily, I had to do to survive. I'm thriving. I feel like I'm thriving now. So, so can I offer you just a teeny weeny bit of coaching right here? Cause you didn't ask for it. And if you don't want it, I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> yeah, please. I just hear in your speaking that you externalize. And although you're saying, I don't want that anymore, because when you're speaking, instead of saying I, you say we. So I want to know myself. I'm taking this time to learn who I am, as opposed to we need to find out who we are and that that kind of thing. Do you understand that? So internalize that. I want to take this time to find out who I am yeah. so that you can internalize it. That means own your experience. That's number one. Number two, beloved, I heard you speak about this as the sacrifice you made for your children. You know, you stayed and you got married and you did this and that. I don't hear you um, giving yourself credit for what you did for yourself. Are you even aware of what you did for yourself in this process of marrying your childhood sweetheart and, and raising your children? Do you hear what you did for yourself? No, I, I don't. Um, okay. Would you like to hear some possibilities? Because I don't hear you giving yourself enough credit. <laughs> you were ready to go into your bad behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, you made a commitment to yourself and you honored it. Now, it may look like you sacrificed yourself for the children, but at a higher vibration, you made a commitment to yourself. I'm not going to do what was done to me. I'm going to do something different. So not only did you make a commitment to yourself and honor that commitment, you disrupted an ancestral pattern. Well done. You should be very, very proud of yourself. Thank you. Take that in. Take that in. The other thing you did, and the reason I know you're honoring a commitment to yourself, is when you were in this friends with benefits situation, and it's not what you wanted, you got out of it. 
don't matter how much time it took. <laughs> you got out. <laughs> you are doing well. I am so happy for you and proud of you. And I, you know, I'm gonna leave you with this little blue pill. You want to be mindful. If you got guilt simmering on your stove, you do not want to be in a relationship with another man while you are still living with your husband. Okay. All righty. Bye. I think the question that we all may want to consider in considering this question is what is marriage? What is marriage and what does it mean to us? Because we sometimes just want the title. Sometimes as women, we just want to be chosen. And sometimes as men, I think I don't know this to be true. I've never been a man in this body. I think that many men feel that with the pressure of a legal piece of paper, they may not live up to the expectation. And it all goes back to what is marriage. So our scoreboard says to say she shouldn't do it, to say that it requires a conversation, and another one says it depends on the situation. So we've got to be clear about what the situation is that we're talking about. Things are changing. Things are changing. People are changing. Expectations are changing. We now have mommies getting married, daddies getting married. We're mixing races. We're mixing mixing religions. So the question is, what is marriage and what does it mean to you? And are you and your partner on the same page in the same book? Wow. I think this has been a tasty, tasty soup today, and I can hardly wait to cook up something new for us to talk about right here on The R Spot. So until we meet again, stay in peace and not pieces. Bye. The R Spot is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, 
assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.